Hello, hello everybody! Thank you for joining me. Today we will talk about music and neuroscience and lots of research that my guest did um, because she really wanted to find out why autistic brains are, are so drawn uh, towards music and why um, they connect with music in such a powerful way. So I can see her. Let's see if I can add her to live. <laughs> She's a great personality. She's chosen the title for this live. Did it? You've chosen your own title for our <laughs> It's changed the sound. I got all excited. I heard you. Oh, <laughs> it can't be. <laughs> I was just telling, um, you know, um, the viewers that you've chosen your own title for this live, didn't you? <laughs> and I loved it, so I went with it. <laughs> but before we talk about the titles, can you please introduce yourself, just in case your followers know you, but just in case, you know, my followers don't know you. <laughs> Hi, my name is Mackenzie, and I run a YouTube channel called Autistic Musings, where I talk about what autistic terms mean, unique solutions to uniquely autistic problems, and my own experience as an autistic person. Mm, you've got lots of heart in there when you started talking. <laughs> it's very practice, done a lot. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Oh, hello, hello, Nicole. Hello, SG7. We also have got there, Autism Mom UK. Hello, thank you for taking a few minutes from your time to come and talk to us. So, Mackenzie, why did you choose Accidentally Musical <laughs> as the title for our live? <laughs> So interesting. Um, before I started my research bench on uh, music and neuroscience and how it affects the brain, um, I hadn't realized that I had already made music so in so many areas of my life a part of my daily routine and um, how much it's improved my life by making it part of my daily routine that I was like, oh, I accidentally already made it part of it and I had already been uh, benefiting from music. I just wasn't aware of uh, how it affected my brain and how it was helping me and the particulars. <laughs> they should teach it in schools, shouldn't they? How important music is for our brain. <laughs> Hi, Vivian. Uh, SG7 says, nice title <laughs> for the live. Story time with Jax. Hello. So actually, uh, you and I connected via one of my posts when I talked about the music benefits for autistic children. And then you posted a very big comment with all the research you've done <laughs> and everything, neuroscience. And then I said, I have to talk to this girl. She's seems so knowledgeable and she connects with music in a special way so of course I have to talk everything what I hear <laughs> you know that uh, autistic people connect with music I have to have a chat and learn even more um oh yeah sg7 says I'm told I hum all the time <laughs> let's see so um would you like to tell us Mackenzie how do you use music in your 
you know, daily life. You said that you accidentally started using it. What do you use it for and how do you use it? Well, it's an intricate part of my morning routine, actually. Uh, it's kind of funny. I always remember this moment with my sister. I, uh, when I got a late diagnosis later on in life and um, I have this damn where I like pace back and forth and I decided, oh, this is for emotional regulation. I need to like make this part of my day. And um, I also really like playing music like really loud on my headphones, <gasps> really, really loud. Uh, some of you in the audience probably have had experience with this level. Um, and every morning I, I get up and I get my cup of coffee and I go and I pace back and forth with this music on and it's uh, definitely helps me uh, deal with the daily stressors that um, not everybody experiences, but autistic people definitely experience. And I find, the little moment I find funny is my sister like knows when I don't have time to do this when it hasn't happened. Um, because I tend to be uh, overreactive to things that uh, I've got and much calmer about like just little things going wrong, like I've forgotten something, or uh, I've, I'm running late, like my whole body gets a little uh, anxiety ridden. And you can tell that I haven't had time to do this and haven't had time to do my music and my pacing back and forth. Ooh. I've also um, made it part of, if anybody in the audience, we can get overstimulated autistic people real easily due to like sensory reasons. Like I said, daily stressors. I have what I call dark room breaks where I listen to like classical calming music because it can be hard again to like calm down on my own and I need a little help. And uh, sleeping too. <laughs> sleeping routine. Uh, I, I, I have a lot of trouble falling asleep but it's definitely like an auditory issue like if I just lie there and don't have like music on uh, I, I, I have a lot of trouble like calming down in the body again and doing all this and I didn't even realize like I said that I had added all these little things and it was all music and uh, emotional regulation things that made stress and uh, everything that you kind of do in life throughout the day much easier to handle and cope with. Mm. You use music in such a meaningful way. I mean, in so many ways. And most of them seem that it's for like self-regulation and help you go through the day. Um, oh, hi, Mark. We've gone home care. care. Who else has joined us? Freddie and Stacy. Thank you very much for joining us. You've got a question from Nicole saying, what music do you like to listen to? It kind of depends on what type of task I'm doing. Uh, in the morning, I'm definitely doing some very uh, pump it up music. I like level up quite a bit. I like I actually don't have a specific genre that I listen to. Um, I'll just have like this random list of songs that I really like, but I don't pay attention to the type. Um, I'll listen to like classical calming music that um, is mostly just like instrumental pieces, um, feeling 
overstimulated and then like really exciting fast-paced music that uh has a lot of like repetitive lyrics i'm i'm really drawn to that uh when i'm doing a understimulating task that i have a really hard time maintaining focus on like uh dishes uh and cleaning my room and like yeah. regular household things that are really hard for me to maintain focus on for some reason <laughs> and in order to keep me focused and i won't like float from task to task without finishing mm -hmm. any of it uh yeah. the music <laughs> For some reason, when you talked about the dishes, you've got lots of hearts pumping up. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, yeah, I'm curious, actually, from the people who are watching us, uh, is anybody else listening to music and you know, autistic or not? Are you listening to music when you do some boring chores, you know, like cleaning <laughs> and doing the dishes? Let's see if there's anybody else connecting with you. Um, let's see. Wow, Vivian Groth. Oh, she says, I often have a song playing in my mind all day and all night long. I love music, nearly all kinds of. It creates dopamine in my brain and can make me feel my feelings in a way I was not aware of. Yes, I love relaxing music, pan flute and piano. Do you also like this too? Well, there's lots of comments over there. I'm sure you want to comment something about neuroscience and music and brain, don't you? I, I, I can feel it. Because <laughs> I know you've done so much research on it. You wanted to understand why. Why do we connect with music? <laughs> yeah, I'm always asking that question. Why? <laughs> uh, the, I like really found this research so interesting that I did on music because all the areas that uh, music benefits people in just the entire population, not just autistic people, are areas that we can, we really struggle in. Um, mm -hmm. It reinforces and helps us in those areas. And it's just amazing that it's not like the first thing recommended um, uh, when you get the diagnosis. Uh, but it's really interesting because uh, music can be extremely helpful in learning new skills and it helps synchronize neurons together, which is basically learning a new skill in the brain. And it does that automatically with rhythm. It's assuming you hear the rhythm and the music and the lyrics, you synchronize neurons and it helps you learn new skills. And it goes through a different area of the brain those who struggle with verbal language or verbal comprehension, the music and singing directions and instructions and singing in general can help us process and comprehend the language that someone is telling us. I think you used this example one time. Um, I watched one of your things and it was the cleanup song. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> And I remember doing this with my niece when I was teaching her to clean up her room. We would do the clean up, clean up, everybody clean up. It's easier. And I do remember this one working very well. Yes. Because it was easier to process for a child. And mm -hmm. it goes 
through the different area. Language goes through the left part of the brain yep. and then music, the right part of the brain. It also lights up areas, again, that we struggle with. Um, the limbic system, memory, it lights them all up. And it also, uh, I don't know about the people in the audience that are autistic, but I find that tones easier to read, like the actual feeling that goes with the words, it's much easier to read when you have music. That's why mu movies and stuff often use music and instrumentals in the background to set yep. the mood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Very yeah, interesting, all of that. Very interesting. I just have to stop you a little bit. We have some comments. <laughs> uh, um, it says, I find I can use music to block out the world when I need to focus on one job. You said that when you have a job to do, be it boring or non-boring and help you get through the day. You've already said that. Um, Excellent for blocking out um, disturbing the sensory input, really in any situation, but it's really good for when you want to focus on one thing one only, which can be hard when you're getting the too many signals from all the other things in your environment. It's mm. really hard to like filter them out and sort them. And it's much easier just to maintain it, focus on that one task instead of trying to will yourself to focus on it, to just put music yep. on and mm. do that. Mm -hmm. And I think like you said, um, uh, you know, like the neuroscience research, it, it can talk actually about everybody because, uh, um, like you said, uh, everybody connects with music. It just seems that autistic people need it more. And definitely they need it more because they have, uh, you know, you have the need of self-regulating and you can't quite do it by yourself. You need something or somebody to help you do it. And music is, you know, very handy and it's such a simple tool, but unfortunately it's so underlooked. So we're on a mission here. <laughs> We talked about that. We talked about our mission. <laughs> we need to raise the world, the awareness of how important music is and, and such a powerful tool, um, you know, to help autistic people in so many ways. Like you said, with focusing, with routines, with going through the day. Um, I feel music better, but struggle knowing emotions in people. I don't know why. Well, you definitely start by acknowledging them in music, exactly like you said, Mackenzie. Hi, Mandy. <laughs> um, okay. Um, right. So, do you use music to self-regulate, to go through the day, to focus on a task, to do boring tasks? Um, have I forgotten anything? We have four for the moment. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I don't think we talked about mental health and music oh, yet. Five. <laughs> Let's see. I'm like, yeah, that one's really important. Um, especially since we autistic people have high rates of comorbid conditions, uh, that such as like anxiety, depression, and a lot of these conditions are caused by a lack of production of certain neurotransmitters like dopamine and mm. music is really amazing because it causes dopamine production to increase when you're listening to music and it's an excellent way also to increase these neurotransmitters in areas that uh, autistic people don't get as much as other people like social mm -hmm. functions 
we have less feedback in our brain when those things are happening, possibly because it's more stressful for us. So it's harder for us, but um, less dopamine and not having enough dopamine being produced can lead to these types of conditions. And making sure. an intrinsic part of your day, music and these things is a way to help increase production and help your mental health and coping skills. Definitely, definitely. And uh, I remember you said on one of your posts that you run for one minute quickly up and down the stairs because your brain is telling you I need some dopamine. <laughs> and I was reading a research about that recently. So there were people who did, you know, sports, they did art, uh, drawing, you know, or any type of meditation, relaxation, yoga, things like that. And uh, they were also doing music and they wanted to see, um, you know, which group would... Uh, um, create a higher level of dopamine and we for which group this dopamine will last longer a longer period of time and not a shorter one and um yeah if anybody's interested in the research let me know i can send you the link but it was brilliant i was so over the top when i found out that music created the highest level and this level lasted for a longer time than anything else uh, longer than sport longer than anything else so just you know listening or you know interacting with music you create this dopamine that lasts longer than other activities so it's really beautiful isn't it it's really interesting i like remember you just made me remember a study <laughs> tell us tell us all the science about, put it in here it was about the long-term uh, effect of doing being a musician or learning music in general and having it like in your childhood it had long-term effects on memory, focus, and what was the other one that they said? It was about uh, the ability to filter out noise. <laughs> this, was, this was really interesting. It increased all areas and all the musicians yes. had a higher <laughs> memory, focus, ability to do this because they had been taught music throughout mm -hmm. their development and it changed mm -hmm. the way their brain worked. And it was really interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we, I talked about this with a musician on Monday. We were talking about the three learning styles, the ability to multitask and, and filter because I was saying she works with um, an app. She works with uh, preschool children and she's doing music lessons for them. And I'm, I, you know, I strongly believe that, you know, early music exposure and music activities, you know, as early as you can, you know, from even the baby before being born, but <laughs> after being born as only, you know, younger children, um, if they are exposed, you know, to music and music, lots of musical activities, they develop the three learning styles, they develop the ability of multitasking and also filtering distractions and noises. And when they go to school and they sit at, table, at the table with their peers, what happens is, you know, somebody's talking something, somebody's doing something, somebody's pulling onto something, then the voice of the teacher is saying something, then some teachers are putting music in the classroom, you know, for children to focus. And there's a one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> you know, five, six, seven things to figure yeah. out and to cope with. And on the top of that, 
they have to do the, I have to do my writing in my book, don't I? So I show some book. I have to, you know, use some resources, you know, some cubes to count my maths or to calculate things. So lots of manipulatives in there. So you definitely need to multitask and you need to be able to focus and develop that, um, uh, you know, um, uh, filtering um skill you know and music is is so good at doing all of this like you mentioned so i, I wanted to reinforce again <laughs> yeah. what? something that somebody mentioned too is that it's excellent for teaching like the basics so to speak of conversation too you do a back and forth of yep. singing games with yep. somebody yep. it's going to be easier as i said to read tone to read emotions when yep. you include this in the back and forth conversation because my brain doesn't always interpret that with everything going on it just sounds like the words you said and sometimes it's like what <laughs> nearly so many conversations true true uh well i have a supporter who needs to leave sorry i have to leave denmark is about to win the european football <laughs> Well, Vivian, what can I say? Congratulations. Thank you for joining us this evening. And um, thank you very much for having you here. Right. So, Mackenzie, let's continue with some questions. You talk so passionate about music. So, did you, did you go for music classes when you were little? Or did you play in a band? I don't know. Did you play a musical instrument? How did you become so such a passionate advocate advocate <laughs> so i'm like i did uh have a mandatory course so to speak it was in my school uh when i was growing up around fourth fifth grade um it was like an introductory course where they would do all that and teach us to read musical notes and play the recorders and that type of thing and uh after that fifth and sixth grade, I played the clarinet. I laughed you enjoy all it? because um, I actually was not my most enjoyable subject. Uh, there was a lot of kids in class and uh, they were playing the recorder. At the same and, time? <laughs> yeah, it really, uh, I couldn't really focus on what she was saying with all these musical notes and all these kids in class and then I went on to band because I like to challenge myself in ways that I probably shouldn't sometimes <laughs> um, and I played the clarinet and uh, I had I was I'm a bit of a pencil chewer and uh, I have almost automatically I break the reeds and everything because I would, I would bite down too much. Mm. So it was more the group activity itself and the competing noises that mm. made it really hard to enjoy the um, subject matter. When I was alone, and this is why I really wish I had some kind of like one-on-one -on -one lessons at some point, I really enjoyed it and did like, crazy STEMI things when I was in private. <laughs> and I love the listen to the music and feel it and all of this, even when I was a kid. But it's really hard to focus on all the great things about music when there's so many competing attention 
getters mm -hmm. going on. <laughs> true, true, true. And um, to be honest, um, you know, I, I am teaching guitar and ukulele and piano to some autistic children. And uh, they are obviously, you know, one-to-one -one lessons. They are tailored and personalized for them. And, um, you know, the beauty of it is that it's all, you know, exploring through play and um, uh, none of them, of the children or the parents, are, um, you know, following the curriculum of thinking, oh, my child needs to become a musician and that's why let's push him to learn this piece and the other piece, you know, and things like that. Or let's learn this scale because that's how you should progress by learning a scale. No, it, it's none of that. It's just the connection with music um, through play, through discovery and um, like you were talking earlier and also somebody else mentioned in the post you know about emotions and music it's so beautiful that I have a six-year-old who is non-verbal who comes and plays music and learns and enjoys it and I you know if I put two emojis in front of him like you know sad and surprised you know or happy and confused and I let him choose one of them he puts it down in front of him and then he starts playing music and if you listen the first like five six seconds you think ah, this this has nothing to do with the emotion but if you when you're like 30 seconds in up to a minute you can see how actually he expresses exactly that emoji that emotion i've given him with his song you know if it's a surprised um, emo emotion for example i can see how he's playing softly softly and then he goes loud you know to surprise me <laughs> and of course i i'm acting you know in there but it, it, it's it's amazing how he expresses himself using music and how he understands emotions. And however, you know, outside our music lessons, he's not able to identify those emotions yet. But I'm pretty sure that with the repetition we are doing, you know, and all the practice we are doing, he's going to get to a point where he can apply, you know, the music skill in his real life skills because, yeah, all the, all the skills in music can be applied in real life, can't they? Yeah, it's amazing. There's so many uh, musical therapies and musical practices in general that uh, are so beneficial to the brain. And especially with those that have neurological conditions, because I was, yeah. in my research, I was like looking into the treatment of those with Alzheimer's and Parkinson's and how much musical therapy helps them. Right. And it's yes. all about learning that skill and lighting up those pathways and making it easier and easier to use those skills in different uh, contexts. Mm, definitely, yes. Uh, hi, Planet Sensory. Who else is there? RKYY? <laughs> Yay. Right. So, um, for, you know, for the parents that are watching us this um, evening in here, <laughs> you know, evening in the UK but for the parents who are watching us today let's say um have you got um, like any personal advice from you um you know regarding how parents should see music with their autistic children or music activities yeah it's just an incredibly accessible way to help children uh it's shown to not only help autistic children, but it doesn't require 
necessarily any expertise to include it into daily routine, to include it in areas where we struggle, sensory overload moments, understimulated moments. It's just such a helpful aid throughout the day that doesn't require much effort to get to. I mean, we all pretty much have a device now since you're on here. Yep. <laughs> it can be used and utilized in directions and social situations with your child, explaining things, just adding to it may make it easier for any child to comprehend what you're saying yes. and process it quicker. And there's so many options too that again, accessibility, music True. lessons, people like you, it's very accessible. And as I said, music is already used in uh, different neurological conditions. There's many experts that will be able to individualize yes. and do things like that in order to encourage a child to grow in ways that you just don't know until you see it. And it just expands the possibilities on making their day more enjoyable for them. You know, you finished exactly, you finished your, your whole sentence, <laughs> let's call it your whole advice to parents with exactly what, what I was thinking the whole way through when you started talking. You know, at the end of the day, yes, music can help with so many things, you know, like you said, communication, socializing, you know, mental health with the dopamine, going through the daily routines, uh, you know, doing boring tasks, focusing and lots of other things. But at the end of the day, it makes the children happy. It, it, like you said, you, you finished saying so beautifully that um, it just increases, you know, their quality of well-being. And um, because of that, the parents, you know, there will be less frustrated children and obviously happier parents and less frustrated and less tired parents as well. And like you said, there are so many ways to include music and there are people there helping as well. So, yeah, <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> That's inspiring for me as well as a mom. I have to stick with it sometimes. And my husband is better at singing to my daughter, <laughs> I have to say. Um, yes, so um, if you want, um, you know, to, hi Lou, <laughs> um, if you want to follow Mackenzie and find out more about her, just, you know, here on the top, there's our names, you can click on them, you can follow. Um, thank you very much for joining us, Mackenzie. I, I really enjoyed this, um, you know, neuroscience <laughs> and music session. <laughs> Um, and I love the title, yes, Accidentally Musical. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> right. Is it there... Was... Yeah? I interrupted. <laughs> no, I just wanted to say, is there uh, no, anything I else? I wanted to say, this is just a wonderful opportunity, and I just loved talking to you. There's rare moments where I get to go on and on about a subject like this and somebody finds it enjoyable and it, this was a wonderful opportunity to not only spread awareness and just give parents and other people an opportunity this is easily accessible and you can reach this and you can include it daily and um, you also just a wonderful thing that everybody has access to and 
all your stuff that you do too, Bella. Sounds yeah. absolutely amazing. Um, that was yeah. Cool. I just like talking to you too. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. It, it was Mackenzie's idea for that title, Accidentally Musical. Would you like to explain it again? This Lou was not here. Let's just say it quickly. Why is it accidentally musical for you as an autistic <laughs> young adult? I managed to make music part of my everyday life, just daily routine. And I love my routine. <laughs> All at points in the day, I have music to help overstimulation, to help me uh, emotionally regulate and to fall asleep, so many things. And I didn't realize until I did a deep dive into the research uh, why this was helping me so much. Mm. Lou as well. <laughs> We've, I've done a live with Lou yesterday as well, if you want to um, go and see it. Or she has some posts about music. It was amazing, <laughs> one of her posts. And um, yeah, with, with her, I connected when she said, everything changes in this world, but music is a constant. And I said again, wow, I love this one. It was like when I, when I saw your post and your comments and you said, music is allowed to be loud, even if I'm autistic. I said, oh, I have to talk to this lady. <laughs> Definitely. Um, credit to Mackenzie and Bella. You guys are amazing. Thank you very much. I think there was something else in here that I missed. Dance with music explains why I like it so much. Yeah, when you want to move with music. This was awesome. Yeah, that's it. So, thank you very much again for joining me, Mackenzie. I think it's the first episode of Many to Go. That's what I like to think. <laughs> With all your neuroscience knowledge, you are more than welcome to come here again and teach us more things about, you know, our brain and especially the autistic brain and how it connects with music. Thank you very much for coming and joining me and all of us. Um, have a lovely day over there. I'll get ready for bed in here. <laughs> An early night. Thank you for the opportunity, Bella. It, it was quite fun, even though I was My nervous. Pleasure. <laughs> My pleasure. Take care and speak soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you.